Geek Fights fans. This is your favorite Geek Fights panelist, Alan. A long time ago during the holiday season, I made my first Geek Fights appearance and was instantly and warm-heartedly welcomed by both critics and fans alike. And as the female Geek Fights fans swooned, I rapidly became Geek Fights greatest and fastest rising star. And now, in celebration of the holiday season, why not join me by the fire as I sip from my Colonel Ty Battlestar Galactica flask and enjoy the smooth and refreshing taste of Country Club malt liquor as I enjoy the view of the various ghetto hoochies doing the butt clap by my Christmas tree that's adorned with only the rarest Hallmark Star Trek Christmas tree ornaments. And of course, on the hi-fi is my debut performance on Geek Fights. Episode 28, Best Holiday Movie or Special, Remastered. And don't forget, during this holiday season, every time you hear a bell, I punch a stripper in the face. Jeez, Mike, who's joining us this very special night? Well, tonight uh, are uh, our three kings, I guess two, one king and two queens, are Alan. That's right, and all the bitches love me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fucking with my doggy baby. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, Tess Craft. Hey, how you doing? And Kathy Lehman. Happy holidays. So what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Oh, well, this week's battle is best holiday special or movie, seeing as this is uh, almost Christmas Eve, isn't it? Isn't it like tomorrow? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Christmas Eve, tomorrow. Very special holiday episode for you guys. Uh, Mike, how do our fights work here? Well, as always, we have our NCAA tournament-style bracket. We've got two uh, items, movie or, uh, or special, uh, they uh, we put it to a vote, and uh, the majority wins. You can use any argument you want, uh, which is funnier, which is uh, more holiday spirit, um, anything you want. Just use your geek logic. 
Uh, what's Geek Logic? Well, Geek Logic, as always, can be explained by this message. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on Geek Logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's Geek Logic. All right, let's start the fights. Going right into it with a Christmas story versus Bad Santa. And uh, as much as I like Bad Santa, I'll shoot my eye out. And I, I, I love that. So I'm going Christmas story. Mike? You know, uh, I, I get to make a little confession here at the beginning of the episode. I have never seen a Christmas story. <laughs> oh, my God. Even though, and actually, it is that reaction that means I will not see this movie. Uh, I am sending Scott Farkas after you. It's one of those movies where uh, that reaction from people when they hear I've never seen it is what makes me not want to see it. Even though it's shown constantly. Isn't it on like 24 hours? Yeah. That's too much, so fuck that, Bad Santa. (laughs) Vote for Bad Santa. All right, Alan. You know, I didn't see Bad Santa for a long time, and actually, only saw I saw it for the first time last year, and it, it was okay. But it, I, I was kind of for all the hype I was here, and I was expecting a little bit more. I thought it kind of sucked. Um, but Christmas Story, complete and total classic. You lo- I love it. And, and the other thing cool about the Christmas story, uh, Christmas story is it's modern. But you know, the whole um, shooting your eye out, wash your mouth out with soap, going blind, the fantasy that your teacher loves your paper and she hates it, and then she ends up hating it in reality. It's, it's just a great, you know, instant classic and kind of weird because it's from the 80s there. So, Christmas Story for me. Uh, vote for Christmas Story. Tess? I got one word for you. Christmas Story totally wins it. Uh, vote for Christmas Story. And Kathy? And not that it matters, but I'm going to throw behind Christmas Story as well. It's a classic. It does matter. It always matters. <laughs> And Christmas Story moves on. Mike, you're going to have to talk about it again. And, uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles versus Home Alone. Hmm. John Candy and Steve Martin versus... What was that kid's name again? Yeah, Planes, Trains, and Animobiles. Animobiles? What what the hell is an (laughs) animobile? (laughs) Alan? You know, both these songs appeal to me personally. Um, for one thing, Macaulay Culkin's probably a junkie right now, so I have the kind of relating to the, you know, needle use. And uh, John Candy does turn into the devil when they're between the two, you know, 18-wheelers uh, with Steve Martin. Uh, but I'm good. because Just because it's Christmas, I'm going to have to go with Satan and go with planes, trains, and automobiles. A vote for planes, trains. Uh, Tess? Well, uh, I, I hate to correct Alan with the notion that he's got to pick between two songs since it's two movies and all. <laughs> but um, I'm drunk. As much as as much awesome, awesome Christmas spirit, yay! Uh, as much as I love Daniel Stern in just about anything, you gotta go with planes, trains, and automobiles because anyone who has ever tried to travel anywhere at a holiday knows exactly how much. That sucks. Definitely got to go with that one. All right. Kathy. Now, I I think I'm just going to throw a vote behind uh, Home Alone because uh, when I was a kid, that was freaking hilarious. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Um, It doesn't hold up over 
time, but, you know, I'll still occasionally watch bits and pieces of it if it's on TV. I enjoy it. Home Alone. A vote for Home Alone. And I, too, will vote for Home Alone uh, because I was a kid when I saw it. Uh, and it's actually a funny movie when you're a kid. It's a great holiday movie. It's that fantasy of being left alone by your parents and being able to do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, so I'm going to go with Home Alone, but Planes, Trains, and Automobile. PTA, moving on. On to our next fight. Alan, this one is yours. It is Eight Crazy Nights versus the Hebrew Hammer. Man, you know, I really love Adam Sandler's humor. Um, it almost, it, you know, he did so many, like, kick-ass movies. It, but this is kind of, it seems like it was kind of after he was trying to do his serious things. And Eight Crazy Nights, why it is kind of, uh, you know, a Hebrew thing. I got to throw a shout-out to my good friend, uh, Mr. Gary Goltz, and also uh, ju- judo legend Jim Bregman, and give them the big thumbs up on the Hebrew Hammer because that that move that is a great movie. Uh, so Hebrew Hammer for me. Hebrew Hammer. Tess. I gotta go to R two D two on this one because I have to admit I have not seen either and don't have any particular interest in either. They are great films. R two D two. It's been a while since we've heard from R two. A Crazy Nights is odd. Hebrew Hammer is even. Mike, what does R2-D2 have to say? Uh, R2-D2 votes for the Star Wars Holiday Special. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's coming up later. What does R2 vote for right now? R2 says four. R2 says four. That's a vote for the Hebrew Hammer. Look at him! Kevin? I have only seen bits and pieces of each of these movies, but the Hebrew Hammer looks incredibly funny and just bold as brass. I, I, I want to see the rest of that one, so Hebrew Hammer. And yet, and yet you haven't. Uh, and seeing as uh, I, I, the Hebrew Hammer, I, uh, it's moving on, so I'm going to give a little love to Eight Crazy Nights because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's the only holiday special about Hanukkah. The only one. So, eight crazy nights for me. Mike? Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Hebrew hammer. Moving on into the next round. Tess, this one is yours. This is a difficult one. It is Scrooge versus A Christmas Carol. Oh, that is a tough one, um, especially when you consider A Christmas Carol being such a broad number of interpretations. You've got the the Patrick Stewart one, you've got the George C. Scott one, you've got the Jim Carrey one, you've got you know any of the classic ones, any of the BBC versions, any of the PBS versions, there's a zillion of them. But there is something really delightfully profane about Scrooged. And uh, it really fits my sense of humor a lot better. So I'm going with Scrooged. A vote for Scrooged. Kathy. Scrooged was on AMC last week uh, twice a night for three nights in a row. And I watched it about three and a half times and still love it. I just adore that movie. I think it's hilarious and so sweet. Makes me cry all the time. Scrooged. A vote for Scrooged. And it is kind of unfair because they're the exact same story. It's just one has Bill Murray and the other one doesn't. And uh, and, and, and trying to staple antlers on mice. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, because it's one of those things in, the, in, the, in A Christmas Carol, Scrooge is never as horrible 
as Bill Murray is in Scrooge. He's a horrible individual in Scrooge. And you never you never see Ebenezer being horrible. You see him being as a bad, not nice guy, but not fucking horrible. And Bill Murray just, ugh. He, he's great when he's bad. So I got to go with Scrooge. Mike? Yeah, it's definitely Scrooge. That's the only christmas dvd i own i watch it every year and uh and even though bill murray is probably a bigger jerk he's infinitely likable yeah and uh you know in the end i almost kind of vote that he stay a jerk but he doesn't it's a, it's a holiday story and uh i'm still picking scrooged uh alan is it a clean sweep you know, I have, I kind of secretly kind of dig all the, uh, the, the Christmas, uh, movies and all the Christmas specials. And for my entire life, I have tried to find, or I've tried to find a, a Christmas, uh, booze is kicking in. Hey. I've, been, I've tried to find a, or I've tried, uh, I have tried to find a Christmas carol, uh, that I've liked. The only thing Christmas carol has going for it is, is Patrick, is, you know, Patrick Stewart, that, you know, that particular one. And, pfft, it's Scrooge. Scrooge is it's just great. Cla- just super classic Bill Murray, and you know you just love the guy. All right, Scrooge in a clean sweep. On to our next bite, Kathy. That's this, right. This one is yours. It is how the Grinch stole Christmas, the animated classic version, versus how the Grinch stole Christmas, the Ron Howard Jim Carrey version. Fuck Jim Carrey. That movie sucked. How the Grinch stole Christmas, the original animated one, is is perfect. Dr. Seuss and the narration by, what is that, Boris Karloff is, I mean, who could have thought of a better person to do that? It was great. I love it. I watch it every year. Uh, animated. All right, the animated version. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey, Ron Howard version is the is exactly the same thing that went wrong with uh, uh, the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remaking something that was a classic that didn't need to be remade. And uh, I love the animated version. It's probably one of the two or three things I will watch this holiday season and next holiday season and the one after that. So I'm going to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mike? Yeah, there's no contest in this one. It's uh, it's the animated one. Alan? Man, I remember seeing, uh, looking forward to the, for whatever bizarre reason, looking forward to the Jim Carrey version coming out in the theater, going and watching it. Um, besides that one kind of hot older chick with a weird looking face, uh, two minutes into it, I was like, man, this is sucking hard. Good thing I showed up drunk, but yeah, it's the animated series uh, all the way. Animated version and uh, Tess. Well, this could be our second clean sweep. <laughs> Woo! It's a clean sweep. Uh, the animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, also known as the real version, is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Uh, it's the, it's Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation versus Futurama Robot Santa Claus. That's the first Robot Santa Claus episode with, uh, what, what's his name? Not John DeMattis, but John... Nah, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter because as much as I love Futurama... And as much as I love Robot Santa, I'm still voting for Christmas Vacation because it's a classic in my household. So I got to go with Christmas Vacation. Mike? Yeah, this this is a tough one. Um, and if, if it really was just 
the the one episode I I would probably go Christmas Vacation. I think it was the strongest of the Vacation sequels. But because Robot Santa Claus has spawned other great episodes, uh, I think I'm going to go with that one. All right, a vote for Robot Santa Claus, even though it's just the Robot Santa Claus episode we're talking about. Alan. Man, the Robot Santa Claus is so good, but Christmas Vacation is another one of those just great from beginning to end, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, oh. But it's like Mike's saying, it's, it's real tight, but yeah, Christmas Vacation. A vote for Christmas Vacation, Tess. Uh. This actually brings my my dirty little secret about the holidays out. Um, I do not like Christmas at all. Reason I don't like Christmas is the same reason I love Christmas Vacation. Crazy fucking families. It's all this insane, stressful effort, and then all of your lunatic relatives show up, and you you know they they wrapped the cat and they put the the cat litter in the jello mold, and they blew up your house with the chemical toilet wearing a dicky. <laughs> I I I gotta go with Christmas vacation for sure. Uh, a vote for Christmas vacation and Kathy. Uh, I I didn't like the robot Santa Claus episodes of Futurama at all. Um, I I guess I really love Christmas. Oh, maybe oh, I didn't I didn't like the bad. Uh, Santa Claus. (laughs) Uh, And I know so many guys whose wives call them Sparky around Christmas time. Uh, I gotta say Christmas Vacation. All right, Christmas Vacation. Moving on, on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Seinfeld episode, The Strike, also known as the Festivus episode, versus The Ref. Uh, As much as I, I do enjoy The Ref... I have to vote for the Seinfeld episode. Um, much like Tess, I, I do hate Christmas, so I actually do, in fact, celebrate Festivus. I do have an aluminum pole that uh, that is my Festivus pole. And, uh, and <laughs> I, I, so I'm going to go with the Seinfeld episode, the, re- or the strike. The strike. Uh, Alan. Okay, uh, I'm I'm choosing Festivus for, for the <laughs> only for the the reason for the the fighting my fighting background where if you, you got to pin you got to pin the dude to end the holiday. So if I you know if I hold Festivus, it's going on for years and never ending. So pole strippers can't pin me. <laughs> it's Festivus all the way. I'll vote for Festivus. Tess. Um, as. That is actually the only Seinfeld episode I have truly enjoyed. However, I love, and I mean love, love, love the other one. So, that's my vote. Your vote is for the ref, Kathy. Yes, Dennis Leary is a genius. He's insane, but he's a genius. The ref is one of my favorite movies of all time. I... Saw it in the theater like five times. Who else saw it in the theater at all? Um, Me. I know I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I, I love the idea of Festivus. I, I think it was a brilliant thing for them to, to come up with. But I, I really hate all the people on Seinfeld. And I do love Christmas. And I love crazy relatives at Christmas. So I love the ref. You want mine? <laughs> so vote for I have the enough. ref. And we're all tied up, coming to me, 
And I'm sorry, ladies, I have to break your hearts because it's Festivus for the rest of us. I love the Festivus episode. I can't get enough of it. I'm going with Festivus. And we're moving on to our next uh, battle. Alan, this one is yours. It is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus Frosty the Snowman. Man, you know, th this is actually not that hard. I love, you know, when you're a little kid and, uh, you know, on Channel 2, well, here in California, on Channel 2, the special, um, you know, introduction would go on, you know, special, you know, uh, thing. And back back in those days, you know, there was only like three three TV stations, it seems like. But um, Frosty Soda Man, although it's a good it's a good show, that claymation of those, is it Gunthy Runker? I can't remember who the guys are that did all those. Rankin Ross! Rankin Ross! Oh my gosh, who's Gunthy Runker? <laughs> Okay, I'm alcoholism. Okay, bass. Now I feel like I, I actually feel like an ass. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. It's 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 great. It's classic and it's just cool to watch and see the claymation and stuff. So, a vote for Rudolph. Tess. Um, I for for fairly similar reasoning, I'm I'm going to have to go along with with Alan on this one. Um, it's awesomely bad stop motion animation. It's sitting as as a a little kid in my pajamas watching like the special presentation, like knowing oh god it's the Christmas thing that they got to show. The the animated Frosty the Snowman. I remember sitting down and crying watching it. Thank you, Frosty. You know, like like little kids do when their parents don't explain it. So definitely got to go with Rudolph. A vote for Rudolph, Kathy. Who, when they were a kid, did not feel like they belonged on the island of misfit toys? Um, it just. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> it just made you believe that you could do anything that you wanted to, even if you were freakishly weird. Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. That was the uh, New Year's one, though, wasn't it? No, I'm not the only one drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that was the New Year's one. Fermi wants to be a dentist. Wait, what was that? Okay. Am I thinking of the wrong one? No, it's, that was the Happy New Year one. Was that the Happy New Year one? Yeah, I thought no. that was Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Rudolph no, Shiny. no, it was Rudolph. Rudolph ran away and, and he met the, the dentist. With... Yeah, Hermie. Hermie, yeah. yeah. That's when Rudolph went to the liquor store. Remember, <laughs> he, had to get the, he had to get the 12-pack of Pabs ribbon and he met that hooker. That <laughs> oh, no. Alec, like, that was your set of DTs last oh, night. That was last, oh, that was last night. Oh. <laughs> All right, a vote for Rudolph. And, uh, yeah, another vote for Rudolph for me. I love Frosty. I, like Tess, did cry when, when Frosty came on. But uh, Frosty does come back, and he goes away, and he's happy going to the North Pole with Santa. But Rudolph is, is fucking classic. So I got to go with Rudolph. Uh, it's, it's a clean sweep, Mike. Yes, it is. It's Rudolph. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Moving on. On to our next fight. Tess. This one is yours. This is a very difficult one. It is Die Hard versus the Santa Claus. Yippee-ki-yay, <laughs> motherfucker! Uh, I, I'm going to take that as a vote for Die Hard. <laughs> Kev? Yes, yes, you may. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. This is not hard at all. Well, it is. It's Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> vote for Die Hard. You know what? I like Tim Allen. As much as I love Die Hard, I'm pretty sure it's going to win. So I'm going to give a little bit of love to the Santa Claus because it is a fun movie because he accidentally kills Santa and has to take over the role of Santa. So, and he's from Detroit. And he is from Detroit. So I do have to go with the Santa Claus. Mike? Uh, you know, if the Santa Claus had um, 
John McClane killing Santa and becoming Santa Claus, that would have been awesome. That would have been didn't. the best Christmas movie ever. So uh, I'll just go where John McClane kills a bunch of other people. All right, vote for Die Hard. Alan. Man, I got to... Mm, man. Yeah, you, Damon, you're totally right with Tim Allen. I mean, that's one of the few movies where Tim Allen's actually, you know, actually cool. And the rest of those Santa Claus ones completely sucked. But Die Hard, I mean, even today, I mean, I just watched, I actually only realized that was a, uh, a Christmas movie a couple of years ago. And uh, I went back and watched it. I'm like, man, this is a phenomenal movie. It completely holds up, kicks the crap out of Santa Claus, although Tim Allen did do a worthy effort. It's a good, it's a good holiday movie, but die hard. Die hard all the way. <laughs> die hard moving on to the next round. Uh, Kathy, this bite is yours. It is Jingle All the Way with our man Arnold Schwarzenegger versus the Star Wars Holiday Special. I have never seen either one of these movies. Um, oh. And I don't want to. <laughs> oh. and, but the Star Wars Holiday Special actually has me as afraid to see it as I am afraid to see a racer head. So I'm going to go with Star Wars. A vote for the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special. Uh, I am going to go with Sinbad, Phil Hartman, and the man, the myth, the legend, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Lamination. I'm going Jingle all the way. <laughs> Mike? <laughs> you know, the Star Wars holiday special uh, did introduce us to Boba Fett. That is its uh, its great claim to fame, and I really, really do want to vote for it. But if Jingle All the Way wins, then the next round is Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Bruce Willis, and I'd kind of like to see that fight. So I'll go with Jingle All the Way. A vote for Jingle All the Way, Alan. Man. Jingle All the Way is a great is a great uh, holiday movie. Um, but just to let you guys know, I have my own secret drinking game going on right now. And any time or every chance I get to to vote on the Star Wars holiday special, I'm going to do a shot of shochu, which you guys good stuff here, and I'm going to pound some pabs. Hold on, uh, because the single greatest holiday movie of all time is the Star Wars holiday special. I mean, Harvey <laughs> <Arby> Corman. <laughs> all right. It's all tied up and coming oh, down to you, Ted. Oh, tied? Oh. It's tied at the moment. Oh, no. It comes to Tess. Well, come on, Tess. As, as much as I, as I hate to uh, miss out on the opportunity to have, you know, Bruce Willis and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger go toe-to-toe <laughs> over holiday movies, uh, the, the Star Wars holiday special comes in under a, a classification that I like to call awesomely bad it's so bad it's actually good I, I gotta go with the star wars holiday special sounds like making out with me star wars holiday special duly noted thank you oh, yeah it's funny because i don't think anybody's gonna be able to hear what uh <laughs> what alan said there but that's all right we're moving on to our next fight it is a charlie brown christmas versus miracle on 34th street um both of them are about hope. They really, they really truly are about hope and belief. And Charlie Brown really hopes and believes. And so does a little girl in Miracle on 34th Street. And I kind of, uh, 
Miracle on 34th Street is a classic, but I have to go with Charlie Brown because it's a classic for my childhood. So I'm going Charlie Brown Christmas. Mike? Yeah, this this is a, this this one is tough. Uh, I think Miracle on 34th Street is is more of a classic in many ways. I mean, and it's it's actually got Santa in it and you know the the government acknowledging uh that this guy is Santa. Um and you know, for me I always knew he was Santa. But a Charlie Brown Christmas, it it's Charlie Brown and that meant a lot more to me and that sad pathetic little tree um you know i actually had a sad pathetic little tree like that once um so i'm gonna vote for charlie brown a vote for charlie brown christmas alan oh man you know it's kind of funny how you meant you mentioned the sad little tree i actually went uh, a couple years ago and bought like a total crappy small artificial uh christmas tree <laughs> now that i think about it, it was totally the charlie brown christmas tree that i do hang my um my hallmark star trek ornaments off of every year <laughs> but uh man miracle on 34th street is a great it's a it's a great it is a great classic original story and um but they did that remake that was shitty hmm yeah it, now what hey was the first charlie brown special was the first special uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. That I do not know. I, I think it may have been the first, the first actual, you know, of the peanut specials was Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I got to call R2 because it's just too, it's just too right there. All right. Odd goes to Charlie Brown Christmas. Even goes to Miracle on 34th Street. Mike. R2 says one. One goes to Charlie Brown Christmas. Tess. Charlie, the only reason that I would not vote for Charlie Brown Christmas is if it were up against the Muppets Christmas special, which I, is my personal favorite Christmas anything of all time ever. Oh, that is a great show. Uh, so it's got to be Charlie Brown Christmas, without a doubt. Miracle on 34th Street is a magnificent film. It is truly, a, it's, it's, it's a wonderful work of cinema. But Charlie Brown Christmas... No matter who you are, if you grew up any time in that era, the minute you hear that the Vince Guaraldi trio soundtrack, or you think about the sad little tree, or you think about the, the, the Christmas play, or writing your letter to Santa, any of those things, I know people, people of our, our generation and the one prior and the one after think about the Charlie Brown Christmas special. So... so that takes it for me. A vote for Charlie Brown. Kathy, is it a clean sweep? I'm, I'm really sad that these two had to go up against each other in the first round because I think they both deserve to go on. Um, and I'm thinking about, I love Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, it starts on one of my favorite holidays. It starts on Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I love the parade. I love everything leading up to Christmas. I love, you know, throwing away my disbelief and... I love that movie, but thinking about a Charlie Brown Christmas, I just keep thinking, and I think about Linus and his and his speech about what Christmas is really all about. And even though I don't believe it, I believe it at that moment. Um, and I gotta say, clean sweep, bye bye, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yep, it's gone. But we are on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. 
There's another Christmas classic in here. It is It's a Wonderful Life versus Silent Night, Deadly Night. Which one do you have, Mike? Um, I uh, actually had sex while watching It's a Wonderful Life once, so I think I'm going to give it to that. <laughs> All right. Well, it is a wonderful life. Uh, Alan. You know, I, I had sex once watching Silent Night, uh, Deadly Night. Um, but, you know, it's a wonderful life. They, they got, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Nothing great, nothing great or clever to say there, so. It's a wonderful life. Tess. That's my beer. Um, I wish George Bailey had drowned. So I am all for, uh, say, Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's horror. It's schlock. I am all, all over it. Anything but George Bailey and that stupid little bell with the angel. Oh, look, an angel got his way. No, I can't handle it. I want to change my vote. I want Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, fuck George Bailey and that dumb uh, angel. A vote for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Two of them now. That's uh, right. Kathy. Well, you know where I'm going. I love Christmas. I'm a sap. Uh I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's also one of my favorite movies of all time. So I have like three Christmas movies that are my favorites. It's uh, a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. It's all tied up and coming down to me. And uh, sorry, sorry, horror fans. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is one of those things that I know in 20, 30, 40 years when my parents are gone, I'll watch it and remember fondly sitting down and watching that movie with them. So... I can't, I can't get rid of something that is ingrained in me, ingrained in my childhood. I got to go with "It's a Wonderful Life." And it's, did, did you just make it so that, unless I'm reading my brackets wrong, did you just make it so that Charlie Brown Christmas is going up against "It's a, it's a Wonderful Life"? I didn't do that. Mike did that. Uh, he, <laughs> he's a dick, <laughs> and you're Ooh, right, you bastard. <laughs> and we are on to our next fight. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, A Nightmare Before Christmas, versus Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Alan, this one is yours. Alan passed out. He might have. We can't hear you. You're still Oh, he loves that mute ad. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry about that, guys. I, I blame the Pabs Blue Ribbon and society. Um, this is going out to my guitarist, Mariachi Mysterioso, who's a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan and likes to go to Disneyland when they redo the haunted house and all that. And while it visually looks spectacular, the, there's so many shitty songs in that. He's like, oh, they're great, and I can't put up with the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas songs. Um, so... Uh, Santa Claus conquers the Martians, and and here's the other thing too. In Southern California, Channel Two had the real bitchin' intro, special, special, special. Well, there's another totally budget station, Channel Five. The only thing they can come up with to try to stay in the game was Santa Claus conquers the, Mar conquers the Martians. And I would always watch it and always love it. And even when I watch it now, it's so shitty that uh, it, it's just it's great. It's second only to. Uh, to uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. So Santa Claus Conquers, Conquers the Martians is the superior choice. All right. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians gets a vote. Tess. Um, I, am, I, I drank the Tim Burton Kool-Aid. I drank the Danny Elfman Kool-Aid. I love A Nightmare Before Christmas. 
you got you got to give props where, where it's due to Santa Claus conquers the Martians because the you know ultra cheesy intention almost intentionally bad like it's not even a B film it's like a Q film um, it's a lot of fun but I really I love Nightmare Before Christmas it's held up and I I don't even care if the music's terrible I really don't a vote for Nightmare Kathy uh, for my friend Betsy Joe. A Nightmare Before Christmas. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, it's kind of funny. Nightmare Before Christmas, if we had had three women on this show, it would have gotten votes from all three women because that's women love A Nightmare Before Christmas. I like it too, but I also like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. So I'm going to go with that. It's all tied up and going to you, Mike. Uh, well, let's see. It's... Danny Elfman and a dude with a skull for a head uh, against Pia Zadora, so I'll take Danny Elfman in the skull. Oh. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, moving on. On to our next fight. Tess, this one is yours. It is Gremlins versus Santa Claus is coming to town, the claymation version. Uh, I actually just watched Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh just the other day, and it didn't, you know, the Winter Warlock didn't hold up as well as I had hoped. Uh, I I loved Burger, Burger Meister, Meister Burger still, but uh, it just, it really, it, did, it, didn't, it didn't hold up as well for me as some of the other kind of claymation Rankin-Bass specials of that era. But Gremlins is still good every time. I even, I even, I even know the Mogwai song. I gotta go with Gremlins. All right, a vote for Gremlins, Kathy. You know, I enjoyed Gremlins when I saw it in the theater back in what was that, nineteen eighty three? Um, but I, I didn't think it was a movie for the ages. Um, but Santa Claus is coming to town. I still think it's cute. Um, so I'm gonna go with Santa Claus. A vote for Santa Claus. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Mogwai. Fuck yeah, I love Gremlins. Going with Gremlins. Mike? Uh, I think Gremlins is far inferior to Gremlins 2. I think Santa Claus is coming to town is far inferior to A Year Without a Santa. Um, so I will vote for Santa Claus is coming to town just to tie it up. <laughs> and pawn it off on Alan. Alan, it's all tied up and coming to you. Well, you know, because I'm such a fan of the works of Gunthy Runker. Little joke there. Rankin Bass. I know, I know. It's claymation. I love all the claymation stuff. It's so cool. Uh, uh, so Santa Claus is coming to town. I, and Gremlins is, I, I haven't seen Gremlins for so long, but it, it's not sticking in my mind. I am going to watch it. I'll watch it within the next week or so. It seemed cool, but uh, no, nah, it, it can't compare to Santa Claus is coming to town. All right. Santa Claus is coming to town. Moving on. On to our next by Kathy. This one is yours. It is the Family Guy Kiss Saves Christmas special. Versus Elf. You know, <clears throat> I haven't really been able to watch Family Guy except for the Star Wars specials since South Park did their show on Family Guy and pointed out the, the, the plot twists in Family Guy. So I really can't enjoy Family Guy anymore. So, and, you know, I really liked Elf. Thought it was an adorable movie. So Elf. A vote for Elf. 
And I would love to vote for Kiss Saving Christmas, but I'm pretty sure at least two of the members of Kiss are Jewish, and uh, they're betraying their people. So I've got to go with Elf uh, just on that. <laughs> Mike? Uh, you know, I, I I kind of agree that I, I'm not a big Family Guy fan, and uh, I probably haven't even seen the Kiss Save Christmas but uh, I'm going to vote for it anyway because Kiss is in it. And even if they are Jewish, they are capitalists. And let's face it, that's what Christmas really is all about. <laughs> Not in the elf world, Alan. That's, <laughs> that Family Guy, uh, Kiss Saves Christmas, is a great, uh, it's a really outstanding you know, Christmas episode. But the thing is, it's not an original Christmas episode. It's kind of riffing on, you know, crappy 70s, hey, we have to do a sitcom type of thing. They do it really good, but it is a parody. It's not, it's not really original. Elf is, is an actually sincere, you know, kick-ass movie. Plus, um, you know, what's his name? Whatever the star's name is. I can't remember the guy's name for some reason right now. Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. I mean, that guy came up with... Um, you know the guy from uh, Eastbound and Down, <laughs> and he and he, he helped, or Danny McBride. He came, he came up with Danny McBride and, and helped him out on uh, Foot Fist Way and all that stuff. So I got to give Will Ferrell a thumbs up, and I, I you got to go with Elf. A vote for Elf, Kathy. I went, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tess. Buddy Elf, what's your favorite color? Smiling, that's my favorite. God, I love Elf. Will Ferrell is so delightfully demented that yes, you recognize he is he is one of Santa's elves, but you also have to wonder if he might really be a delusional schizophrenic. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so vote for Elf, and Elf is moving on, and we're at our last fight of the first round. They're both South Park episodes, both classic South Park episodes. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh versus the Woodland Critter Christmas. Mike, this one is yours. This is the toughest fight on here as far as I'm concerned. These are both fantastic, hilarious episodes. Uh, I think as much as I love them both, I'm going to have to go with... Mr. Hankey, um, it was first. When, by the time Woodland Critters came out, we all knew what South Park was all about. But uh, the Mr. Hankey episode was at the beginning of the run. It was at like four or five episodes in. When the, you know, everybody thought that, uh, what was it, Kyle who believed in him? Was yeah. crazy. And then when that little turd came out of the toilet and... We realized this show is not really like other shows. <laughs> uh, you know, that moment, that realization of, oh my God, this is what South Park is going to be like, is something that uh, you can't recapture. And uh, that's when I first decided I like South Park. So I'm picking that one. All right, Mr. Hankey gets a vote. Alan, this is like Mike saying. Uh, this is the toughest. This is the toughest decision of the um, of the whole show. Um, man, Christmas is a satanic holiday. Woodland Critter Christmas, but yeah, you know they they were kind of you know they kind of had to come up with some shock at that point. I can't remember what season it was in. Um, it, it was a good show. It's written great, but uh, now okay, now Mister Hanky, 
I can I can choose from any Mr. Hanky episode. Is that correct? If you like, yes. Okay, I am. I totally am because I love the other part when they go to his house and his his wife. He's like super cool, and his wife is coming out and completely like talking shit to him. You know, all drunk. Totally reminds me of my chick Jessica, and I want and I, I keep thinking of like, man, shut the fuck up before you get knocked the fuck out. So <laughs> I have to go with, I got to go with Mr. Hanky. It sounds like such a happy home. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you know what I can say. Uh, Tess, holidays. Uh, actually, th- this one is one that I would abstain from a vote if I could. I, Mr. Hanky broke me of any enjoyment of South Park. I stopped being able to enjoy the show because of Mr. Hankey, unfortunately. So I vote that we knock both these episodes out and put Miracle on 34th Street back in. Uh, no. Nope. Uh, but, but since I can't do that, I'm going to leave it up to R2. All right. Odd goes to Hankey, even goes to the Woodland Critters. Mike? R- R2's getting a lot of uh, work this time. Yeah. Make it up for lost time. R2 says three. R2 oh. says three. Another vote for Mr. Hanky. Kathy. Damn it, I just hate Mr. Hanky. <laughs> that is like, I, I, I think girls just don't like the scatological humor quite as much <laughs> as the boys do. Um, you think? But I really did not like Mr. Hanky, and when he came back, I was like, oh, fuck, why'd they bring him back? But Woodland Critter Christmas? Oh my god. When it, Yeah, okay, we knew what that show was all about, and yet, they still managed to make me go, oh my god, what the fuck? And and just freak out and laugh my ass off until my sides hurt. And every time I saw that tiny millisecond of Woodland Critter Christmas action in the opening credits, from then on, I laughed. I loved that episode. So I'm voting for Woodland Critter Christmas. Fuck y'all. Uh, yes, Woodland Critter Christmas. For those of you that don't remember, it's the episode that has the Hell really Satan. it has the really cute animals trying to raise their savior, and they don't say what the savior is. But this big mean lion keeps killing them, and the, Kyle and the boys help kill the lion. And uh, you find out later that the the savior was Satan during a an awesome awesome blood orgy uh, where they're. They're, all the animals are fucking corpses and all kinds of things like that. It's, it's a glorious episode, but... Kill Satan! Party home! all nice and flowery! How can I vote against Mr. Hanky? I can't. Mr. Hanky, getting another vote from me. Mr. Hanky, moving on into the next round. And uh, we're at our break, so we'll be back after these short messages. Hey, this Christmas party is getting a little too quiet. I think it's time we liven it up with my favorite Christmas gift, Mr. Microphone. Hey, what's that? Well, you set the dial on your FM radio and testing, testing, These kids are having a fabulous time with Mr. Microphone, the cordless microphone that actually puts your voice on the radio. There are no attaching wires, so you're free to move around. (laughs) Broadcast over any FM car radio. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Professional entertainers use Mr. Microphone for rehearsing. I got one. I got one. I got one. It's practical and great fun for the whole family. And it's only 1488. 
Mr. Microphone, buy two or three. They really make great Christmas gifts. And we are back. Uh, we, we took a little time off of Geek Cred for those last few episodes, but we're coming back. Uh, I'm going to change the name, too. I'm changing the name to Geek Passion. What is your Geek Passion? Alan, what is your Geek Passion? Uh, well, you know... Man, well, you know, sci-fi in general, sci-fi in general. You know, I was actually kind of pre- kind of prepped for uh, for geek cred, but you know, it's the sci-fi. Same thing. Okay, well, man, I'm at a loss. <laughs> I, need to get, I, think, back, I think the booze is the booze is uh, is, is kicking in. Yeah, I guess we got to change it back. All, all right, <laughs> I confused you. What is your geek cred there, Alan? Okay, well, my geek cred is that I'm actually featured. Me personally, featured as a villain in the comic uh, or the comic book series Champions of Hell, a kind of an independent um, independent comic series from Canada. There are some guys that are uh, fans of the band and all that nonsense. Um, but then also, I consider myself as a as kind of a weird specific type of a geek, kind of what I call the uh, the surface unapparent geek. You know, where you have uh, kind of an athlete, a competitive guy, or an individual, or a person that does kind of cool shit or has a cool job that other people think is hip, but at night, you know, you're watching you know, Star Trek and, you know, Doctor Who, you know, that type of thing. So that's my kind of geekness there. Not spectacular, but, but geeky. That's fine. And Tess, you've been on before. You've told us what your geek cred is, but Kathy, have you? I have not. What is your geek cred, Kathy? Um, I realized early on in life that I really liked geek boys. <laughs> um, and whatever they had to talk about interested me. And the shows that they had me watch, I really liked I'm such a girl. Um, but I love science fiction. I love um, some some of the darker comic books. Um, you love Lost I love, Causes. I love Lost Causes. I love loving things that other people don't love so much. Um, I like being the black sheep of the family and the one that the my parents think that aliens left me on the doorstep. Um, and that's why we like you. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. Oh, and I had a really geeky wedding. You did have a geeky wedding, but what about Farscape? <clears throat> Farscape. What about Farscape? It's uh, cool. It's well, the coolest show ever. What did you do with Farscape? Oh, I uh, started my own Farscape fan group. I was the head of the Detroit Scapers, and I'm now I'm pretty much the head of Chicago Scapers. So, and I'm throwing a Farscape party at Capricorn too. And and you're still trying to get it back, correct? No, I'm not really trying to get it back. I'm just celebrating the greatness that was Farscape. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much there, Kathy. And we're jumping back into our second round, round number two. Uh, Alan, it's your fight. It is a Christmas story versus planes, trains, and automobiles. Man. Man. They're both kind of on the same level. You know, like good, solid Christmas, you know, wow. movies. Um, but not incredibly great. I will have to go with uh, planes, trains, and automobiles for the simple fact um, John Candy as Satan, as I said before, and just the annoying factor. And they, you know, wake up in the bed and like, oh man, that's totally horrible. But you know, in the same in the same voice or same uh, sentence here, though, Christmas Story just has so many great lines, so many great sit- sit- uh, situations. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles just inches inches up or inches forward just a little bit more so i have to you have to choose those guys all right planes trains tess uh 
Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie! Or the glow of electric sex in the window. Or any of a million eminently quotable lines and hysterical, oh my god, that's really what families are like at Christmas moments from A Christmas Story. I really, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is fantastic, but I gotta go with Christmas Story. Uh, Vote for A Christmas Story, Kathy. Deck the hall with bows of holly. Among so many other things, a Christmas story. Going horribly racist there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because if I'm not mistaken, it's the only Thanksgiving movie left on the list. So I'm going with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's right. They aren't trying to get home for Christmas. They're trying to get home for Thanksgiving. I'm going with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mike? Um, where's your hand? Between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. Planes, trains, and automobiles. PTA, moving on. Sorry, Christmas story. On to our next fight. Tess, this one is yours, and this one should be pretty easy. It's the Hebrew Hammer versus Scrooged. I gotta go with Scrooged. Absolutely have to go with Scrooged for all of the, the reasons we've mentioned before. It you, You've got, you know, Elliot Loudermilk, and you've got... I mean, you got you got a New York doll in it. I mean, it just—it's so absolutely fantastic, and I've still never seen the Abraham. All right, a vote for Scrooge, Kathy. Scrooge. Another vote for Scrooge, and I do like the Hebrew Hammer, but I like Bobcat just a little bit more, so I'm going with Scrooge. Mike. Um. Yeah, Scrooge. I don't think much more needs to be said. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, Hebraham, I love Hebrew Hammer, but Scrooge, it's just so solid. So solid. So Scrooge for me also. Scrooge in a clean sweep. Moving on to the next round. On to our next fight. Kathy, this is yours. This is a hard one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated version versus National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, they're very different. Uh, they're both excellent in their niches. I gotta say, the one that's been there since I was a little kid, I got I gotta go for that one. I gotta go for how the Grinch stole Christmas. A vote for the Grinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And I'm a mean one too. I'm voting for Christmas vacation because I actually like it just a little bit more, even though I do enjoy how the Grinch stole Christmas. I'm going with Christmas vacation. Mike? Uh, you know, I think I have to stick with the Grinch. Um, you know, again, I, I love Christmas Vacation, but uh, the Grinch is is iconic, and Christmas Vacation is, well, it's the second sequel in a series of movies, and uh, the Grinch is just one of a kind, despite uh, the Jim Carrey version. Uh, no, give the, the, the true credit, the Ron Howard version. It's a Ron Howard film. Uh, Alan. The uh, uh, Christmas Vacation is great. I mean, it, it's it's solid from beginning to end. But I'm going to pull out my geek logic in this fashion. Uh, the animated uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas um, was an incredible piece of art. Incredible voice acting, Boris Karloff. Incredible animation. You know, the actual hand drawn animation. Um, 
and it's a and it's a great original story. Um, so it, the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Tess. And I, I actually would be really angry with Alan for having kind of stolen what I was going to say if I didn't have something else to back it up. Um, yes. One of the things that's so fantastic about the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas is that you have this kind of unique, never seen it before, and likely will never see it again kind of work that you had with Dr. Seuss. That it's so, it's so iconic. It's so unusual. It's, it's brilliant. And it has survived, you know, it survived the book form. It survived, you know, the, the, the animated, it, it even survived the Ron Howard film. And it's still relevant and it's, t- it's timeless. Christmas Vacation is running out of years where the jokes are still going to be funny and still going to be culturally relevant. But uh, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, even if you, you, if it's 50 years too late for you to know who Boris Karloff, Karloff was, you're never going to forget that voice. It, it, it's it's a, a masterwork. So you're going with the Grinch and the Grinch. No, I'm, I'm voting for Christmas Vacation. Well, of course I am. <laughs> I was going to get happy because I really do love Christmas Vacation. <laughs> but the Grinch is moving on. Don't cry, Damon. And we're on to our next fight. It's um, <clears throat> sorry. It's Festivus, or The Strike, versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I like Festivus for the rest of us. I like the feats of strength. I like uh, airing grievances. I like all that stuff. But come on. how Really? Really? How can you vote against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Honestly, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm going Rudolph. Mike? Uh, This is how you can vote against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, I'm voting for Festivus because I also find Tinsel distracting. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Douche monster. Uh, Alan, it's your vote. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, stripper poles, fighting, grievances... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is of all the uh, of all the claymation um, art forms. I mean, it's it's probably I don't know. I'd say I'd say it's number one. Um, so Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for me. Okay. Until I remember, you know, when I say number one, until I remember what the actual what, what the other ones are because I can't remember. But <laughs> all right, a vote for. Did I babble? Uh, Tess. Um, I gotta go with Rankin Bass for the win on this one. Definitely Rudolph. Go, Gunty Runker. Uh, vote for Rudolph and Kathy. Uh, I also have to go with Rudolph. I mean, that's, I think that's probably the first holiday special I can remember. And it's still perfect today. All Rudolph. right. Rudolph moving on. on In fact, next- I think I ended up with a Bumble Christmas ornament from Kathy at last year's Geek Christmas. <laughs> I think it did. <laughs> Shocking. On to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. Uh, this one is going to be a really tough one. It's Die Hard versus the Star Wars Christmas special. Hmm. Hmm. This, uh, this is kind of strangely tough. Um, you know, a great movie versus, as Tess put it, something awesomely bad. But... Uh, Star Wars holiday special is so awesomely bad that Lucas refuses to release it. <laughs> and, uh, well, there's a million versions of Die Hard out there, so I will give it to Die Hard. A vote for Die Hard. Alan! Oh, okay, hold on for one second. 
Hold. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well. I do have do a disagree. To, do we need to repeat the question, Alan? No. no you're, I got to. Uh, I got to disagree with Mike because this is a this is a battle between a great movie, Bruce Willis, at it, it, my favorite Bruce Willis movie by far, a great movie versus an even greater movie. <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special is the single greatest holiday movie of all time. I absolutely refuse to let it be denied. Star Wars Holiday Special all the way. I mean, oh, and do you hear the stories about how uh, Carrie Fisher is all strung out during the filming of the thing? That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> so vote for Star Wars. All right, Tess? Um, I have to go with Die Hard because I love Die Hard even in spite of the fact that it happens at Christmas. All right, a vote for Die Hard. Kathy? Um, I gotta say that Die Hard had some of the best music in a movie ever used with great effect. Was that Ode to Joy that they used? That was just so powerful. It's so much fun. I love Die Hard. Die Hard. A vote for Die Hard. And Alan, it's going down. It's going down hard. I'm voting for Die Hard as well. Uh, if oh. Come on, Run DMC at the beginning of the movie with the first rap Christmas song. I, I, oh, Christmas in Hollis. I love that yes, song. That song is a great song. Uh, and this is the first time I ever heard it. So I'm going to go with Die Hard, and Die Hard is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Alan, this one is yours. It is a Charlie Brown Christmas versus It's a Wonderful Life. I'm so demoralized right now. He's going to take his Star Wars bootleg and go home. Now, I'm going to print off another one of my DVD player. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. It's a wonderful life. It's like, uh, you know, it's so syrupy and so, you know, unbelievable. It was, and also the way people acted in true, it truly in their life back in that, that era was not how um, the people acted in, in It's a Wonderful Life. It's like that's how they wished people acted and conducted themselves. Completely unrealistic. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, again, like kind of on the level, I think, of the uh, how the Grinch sold Christmas as far as being a, a great art piece of its era. And uh, it, it's just, it's more real, more real. I just, Charlie Brown Christmas. A uh, vote for Charlie Brown Christmas. Tess. Oh, sorry. You, you asked me something? Uh, I think we've got your answer there. Uh, Kathy. When I watch It's a Wonderful Life on the small screen or the big screen, as soon as it starts and you see George Bailey and, you know, they say, that's George Bailey, I just start crying then and I cry through the entire movie. I am such a sap. I it's adore that movie. It is so beautiful. I love it. And what do you mean that's not the way that pe people acted? There was a run on the bank. These people were assholes. Um, the teacher's husband... Uh, yelled at George and uh, George was a dick and you know they were flawed people and but they were good I love that movie and it's gonna lose isn't it <laughs> it's going uh, down <laughs> <laughs> if it's going down it's gonna go down and, and it, because of Mike and not me um, <laughs> I like It's a Wonderful Life it, my, like I said it's one of those films that I will watch and remember fondly sitting and watching it with my family 
my mother, my father, and my sister. So even though I don't watch it every year and I get tired of it and annoyed with it, I know it's going to always be there for me to remember those nice moments. Charlie Brown is great, but I got to go with It's a Wonderful Life. And it's all tied up and coming down to you, Mike. Mike, don't screw this up. You know, uh, that movie sucks. I wish there were a version of It's a Wonderful Life where he says, uh, you know, I wish I had never been born. And the angel shows up and says, okay, you were never been, you've never been born. And then it's over. So I'm voting for Charlie Brown. Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Charlie Brown Christmas moving on. I'm giving away wings. <laughs> God. The you're, giving, you're giving wings to that movie now that it's dead. <laughs> Bailey was a pill head. All right. <laughs> Moving on to our next bite. <laughs> Tess, this one is yours. It's Claymation versus Claymation. A Nightmare Before Christmas versus Santa Claus is coming to town. That, that That's a no-brainer for me. Um, like I said, I, I watched Santa Claus is Coming to Town and really didn't think it held up as well as the other ones. Uh, I gotta go with Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I drank for- the Elfman Kool-Aid. I drank the Elfman Kool-Aid. Vote for Nightmare. Uh, Kathy? Um, I think it's lucky for me that Santa Claus is Coming to, now- to Town is not my favorite claymation because, once again, for Betsy Joe. I have to say the nightmare before Christmas. All right, for Betsy Joe. Damn um, Betsy. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Da-da-da-da. Am I thinking of the right one? I think no. that's the year without a Santa Claus. Without Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Well, then, one of my favorites. Then fuck, this, here. then fuck Santa Claus going to town. Nightmare before Christmas gets a vote for me. Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I even liked the Nightmare Before Christmas when uh, they re-released it in 3D. Uh, they didn't do that with Santa Claus is Coming to Town. No, they did not. Uh, Al- oh, God. <laughs> is Nightmare a clean sweep? Fuck no. That movie sucks. <laughs> when I was all drunk at Disneyland going down there in December and they put up all that stupid Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, it didn't even match, it didn't even match, it, it didn't match the Haunted Mansion at all. And uh, Mariachi Mysterioso can kiss my ass, even though his his movie's going on. I'm voting for Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, nightmare moving on. Oh, nothing on. like a feudal gesture. <laughs> Next fight. Kathy, this one is yours. It is Elf versus Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Screw Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. I'm going home with Elf. You're going home with Elf? I... I I love the the shit kisses that Mr. Hanky gave people. And if you remember in the first episode, uh, he would only appear to Kyle. So it seemed like Kyle was playing with a piece of shit. Everybody else was like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? Until the end of the movie, or the end of the episode, where Mr. Hanky reveals himself. So I gotta go with Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Mike? And and before the rest of you guys vote, I just want to say two words. Zoe Deschanel. Okay, go on. All right, Mike. Um, in the Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo episode, they had a fake commercial that had a baby eating poop. <laughs> now, nothing says Christmas more than a baby eating poop. So, Mr. Hanky. Vote for Mr. Hanky. Alan. Man, I- I'm going Mr. Hanky just because of his, his shit-talking wife that you just want to knock out. And just because of Jessica. <laughs> so I'm going Mr. Hanky. All right. And Tess. 
<sighs> I don't like you guys very much. <laughs> um, I still despise Mr. Hanky. He ruined South Park for me. So I, uh, I really, I just, I just can't do it. I, I'm going for the feudal gesture. Going for a vote for Elf. That's all right. It's fine. But Mr. Hanky is moving on. On to our next fight. Uh, this first spot in the final four. It is planes, trains, and automobiles versus Scrooged. And um, I love Bill Murray. Uh, I used to like John Candy, but, you know, if he hadn't gotten too fat and died, I, you know, I, I might still like him. But I still, to this day, love Bill Murray. And uh, I've, I've got to go with Scrooged. And, yes, I do like Steve Martin, too, but I love Bill Murray more. Mike? Yeah, it is kind of some classic uh, heavy hitters. But, uh, like I said, Scrooged, I watch every year. Um, it's It's a great Christmas story. And at the end, when they're singing, I just tear up a little bit. All right, a vote for Scrooge to Alan. Uh, um, they're both good. I really like planes, trains, and automobiles. But if you look at it this way, in, in planes, trains, and automobiles, it's um, Steve Martin and John Candy. And when they're doing their acting, they're not really acting. It's Steve Martin. You watch the movie, it's Steve Martin just being Steve Martin. And it's John Candy just being John Candy. And they're great. They're great personalities. Why? That's why they're so famous. But in Scrooge, Bill Murray is actually playing a different character and a dynamic character. And plus, Scrooge has a big skeleton hand. So I'm going with Scrooge. <laughs> All right. A vote for Scrooge. Tess. Definitely got to give it to Scrooge. Everybody know, has that boss that makes them work on some ridiculous holiday or has that significant other that could have gone somewhere and turned out to be a total dick. It has the, the, the wants the happy ending has everybody can relate to something in Scrooge and it is uproariously funny while doing it. Oh, for Scrooge. Kathy, is it a clean sweep? It is. I don't just love Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray, Karen Allen, Bobcat Goldthwait, Carol Kane, David Johansson. There are so many awesome people in that movie. I love it. All right, Scrooge into the final four. On to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. Wow, this is a fucked up one, too. Uh, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wow. Um, hmm. This this really is, is tough. I mean, this is classic versus classic. In... God, you know, as I was looking at this a few seconds ago, my mind went Grinch because of uh, the the Karloff thing. But then I just sort of realized, you know, I Rudolph was so so definitive for that style of animation from Gunthy whoever Rankin <laughs> um, from uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to go with that. I mean, traditional animation is great, but God, there's something about them freaky-ass little puppets that I love. All right, a vote for Rudolph. Alan. Man, these two are just the top of the top of the top. Um, the one thing that I really do dig the most about the, the Rankin, Rankin bass is whenever they're near water, it looks like <laughs> saran wrap. I don't know why I dig that. Because um, it probably was. <laughs> it probably was. Um and uh, 
the story's cool. Uh, you know, the, the claymation is really bitching. Uh, but, you know, Rudolph is just such a little bitch. Um, Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas it just has too much talent. And it, it car, I mean, you just can't beat Karloff and just the, the, the style of the animation. Um, and how the Grinch stole Christmas is just so imposing and haunting and, and great. You know, they, they're both good, but uh, as an uh, if you judge it on art, it's or and as an artistic piece, it has to be how the Grinch uh, sold Christmas. A vote for the Grinch, Tess. Well, Rankin Bass, don't let Ray Harryhausen hit you in the ass on the way out the door. I uh, gotta go with the Grinch. The Grinch is is it 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 doesn't get much better. All right, a vote for the Grinch, Kathy. Uh, my head's gonna explode. Um. What's the, what's the score now? Uh, it's two to one for the Grinch. Oh. Mm. I gotta let somebody else make the tie-breaking decision. I, I'm gonna have to go to with Rudolph. You're gonna go with Rudolph, and you're gonna throw it at me. Yeah. You, you, well, you're going to throw my, my, my aunt, who loved the Grinch, and the fact that whenever we went over to her house, we, we could watch the Grinch any time of year because she had it on tape then she had it on dvd now she has it on her computer she's got the book in her house and she loves it and she loves it to death and it makes me love it and it makes me appreciate it but rudolph the red-nosed reindeer i you know there's something about their dead little eyes i i, I really do <laughs> love that special i love the abominable snowman i love cornelius I love everybody. I actually bought the action figures. That's right. They had action figures, and I bought them because I do love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and my vote is going with Rudolph, and Rudolph is moving into the final four. But no! The magic little puppy dog eyes! Uh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. My, my heart Happy just, fix it! My, my heart just shrunk three sizes, and we are moving on to our next fight. It's Die Hard versus Charlie Brown. Wow. What? Alan, this one is yours. Man. Uh, dude, the demoralization just mounts and mounts and mounts. Uh, Close to the mic there. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, the, uh, the, the demoralization just mounts and mounts and mounts. Um, uh, on animation and artistic value, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is less than how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas is not moving on. Charlie Brown Christmas cannot move on. John McCain is rocking forward and he's, he is getting my vote on this one. So it's die hard. The Maverick, John McCain. <laughs> oh, did I say John McCain? Yes. McLean. Uh, McLean. lay off the hooch. <laughs> uh, Tess, where's your vote going? Um, as much as I, I, I love Bruce Willis, as, as much as I love the, the one-liners and the non-sequiturs and the notion of him walking across broken glass to save Christmas. Now I, Charlie Brown, a Charlie Brown Christmas, I think is, um, one of the finest childhood memories I have of Christmas. And so I got to go with Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Kathy. I... I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. I think I may have actually lost my virginity after seeing Die Hard. Oh! <laughs> to John Is McCain? that a good thing? Oh, it was a great thing. And so I'm going to say Die Hard. Oh, Woo! Vote for <laughs> Die Hard. Um, 
my mother would kill me if I voted against Die Hard because she loves the movie. But this is best holiday movie or special. And as much as I love Die Hard, and I know it does take place at Christmas, and I do consider it a Christmas movie. Fuck all you people who don't believe it is. Um, there's something about Charlie Brown and Snoopy and Linus and Lucy and all those fucking motherfuckers. And the black character, Franklin, dancing offbeat in the background. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go with Charlie Brown. And uh, send it to you, Mike. It's all tied up. Yeah, fuck you people. Um, this this sucks. I don't want to have to pick. Uh, can I throw it? To, I'm not gonna throw it to R two. No. At the no, end of the day, not in this round. At the end of the day, I, I uh, enjoy. You will come back and bite you in the ass now, don't they? Ah. I well, wait. Which one did Tess vote for? Oh, I don't remember because I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day. Um, I like Die Hard so much more, but it's it is a a a movie set during Christmas, but not really a Christmas movie. You could have moved the picked a different holiday or just had him coming home for any other reason. That that's not the heart of the movie. Whereas it is the heart of of a Charlie Brown Christmas. So I'm gonna have to go with Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, moving on, and we're on to our this again. McCain loses again. You are correct. The yeah. Maverick lost. Charlie him. Brown wouldn't have picked Sarah Palin. Wow. <laughs> First Obama. He would have picked Lucy. <laughs> he would have picked Lucy. He would have picked Lucy. Uh, but uh, we are on to the la- for the last spot in the final round, or yeah, in the final four. Uh, Tess, this is yours. Uh, voting with your vagina. It is a nightmare on Christmas before Christmas versus <laughs> Mister Hanky the Christmas poo. Oh, there's no vote on this one because there. The, you got to think about not only my whole serious sadness about losing South Park because of Mr. Hankey. Uh, you have to go with the fact that Halloween is my favorite day of the year. You get a Christmas special that's really about Halloween. Win, win, epic, epic win. All right, a vote for Nightmare. Kathy. I do also love Halloween. Wait, I love holidays. Um, uh, I'm going to stay Nightmare Before Christmas again. For your friend, what is her name? Betsy Joe. Betsy Joe. Hey, I've been to her house. Uh, yes, so a vote for Nightmare again. Both ladies voting with their vaginas and Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. Because I, I have yet to meet a woman to this day that does not like Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but Have you met, met one that does like Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo? Uh, <laughs> you seem to love my poo stories, so I'm. I do actually. I'm gonna go with Mr. Hanky, and one day you folks might get to hear one of my crazy. <laughs> oh, Yours God. are so much better than Mr. Hanky. Yes, but I still love Mr. Hanky, Mike. Yeah, I'm sticking with the poo. All right, the poo is all tied up with the vagina. Uh, Alan, I still hate Jessica. I want to beat the crap out of her, so I'm I'm sticking with Mister Hanky and his crappy ass wife that bitches too much. All right, Mr. thank God for Bruce. Sounds like you want to get back together with her. <laughs> Baby, do you miss me? Are you there on the phone? Hello, Mister Hanky. Moving on, and we are at our final four. We've got Scrooge versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and a Charlie Brown Christmas versus Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. That's a really weird combo. Uh, Kathy, this fight is yours. It is Scrooge versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
Childhood versus adulthood. What would it be? Okay. I I love the nostalgia of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I love the songs. I love the claymation. It's beautiful and wonderful and fun, but Scrooge is just the most perfectly wicked and wonderful story, and yet still has this redeeming, beautiful ending uh, that makes me cry. I I have to go with Scrooge. A vote for Scrooge. And uh, you know what? I I'm going Scrooge too. I'm not I'm not even gonna say anything because I'm pretty sure Mike is gonna go Scrooge as well. Mike? Yep, Scrooge. A vote for Scrooge. Alan? You know what? I'm I'm switching it up. I'm gonna have to go with Rudolph the Red Nosed uh, Reindeer simply because of the timeless the the, the how it just holds up time wise. Uh, I think I can't remember the era. I think it was like sixty eight, sixty nine. Uh, Nineteen sixty four. Oh, it's sixty four. Wow. Um, yeah, it's still go, it's still going to this day. Scrooge is an excellent movie, an excellent holiday movie. But as far as Im- impacting um, people worldwide. Uh, is as far as the holiday, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a part, and, and will continue to be a part of every kid's childhood. Where Scrooge is like, it's it's a good movie, you know, but not as it not as uh, much of a pe- as part of uh, people's lives. So, Red, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a vote for Rudolph and Tess. Well, not only does Scrooge have all those other amazing characters, all those other amazing actors. The, the the timeless story told in a, with a modern twist. It's got Sean Forsythe with a golf ball and a mouse coming out of his head. I mean, you, you can't, you just can't do it better than that. All right, a vote for Scrooge. Scrooge is in the finals, and it's going to be going up against this fight. Uh, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas versus Mister Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Alan, this is yours. Ah. <sighs> Well, you know, my hatred for my ex-chick, or my chick, um, that's the only thing, the only reason I'm really voting for Mr. Hankey. Uh, <laughs> it's a great, it is a great show, multiple shows, but Charlie Brown Christmas, again, for the reasons I just stated for my futile attempt for sympathy for the, uh, the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I'm going to have to go with Charlie Brown Christmas. All right, Charlie Brown Christmas, Tess. Still, unless you 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 pulled out the Muppets Christmas episode I know, at the I know. absolute last second to go up against Charlie Brown Christmas, it's got to be Charlie Brown Christmas. All right, Charlie Brown Christmas, Kathy. Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas gets another vote, and uh, I would vote for Charlie Brown, but he, I'm gonna go Hanky because I do love uh, him. He loves me, I love you, therefore, vicariously, he loves you, too. Something like that. I love Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas boo, he loves me, I love you, therefore. Yeah, that's the song. Mike? Um, you know, I am going to vote for Mr. Hanky because I, I think Scrooge, as I've said before, is my favorite. And if Mr. Hanky moves on... That means that either Scrooge will win all this, or Kathy and Tess will have to vote for the poop. And either way, that'll make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, spite. Gotta love it. But Charlie Brown Christmas is moving on. We've got our final two. Useless spite. 
Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it is Scrooge versus a Charlie Brown Christmas. I was hoping somebody that's, would that's join me in I my spite. Like a totally useless gesture. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody would join me in my spite. I was really glad nobody did. <laughs> uh, Over now, right? Uh, <laughs> no. We're, we're at our final fight. It's not. No, I mean, yet. that. Christmas poo is done with. Uh, yes, the Christmas. Yay! And there was much rejoicing. Okay, okay, Dancing okay. in the streets. Tess, this yeah. fight is yours. It is Scrooge versus a Charlie Brown Christmas. And this brings up the, the point that Kathy made earlier. It's your childhood versus your adulthood. It's the warm, soft, fuzzy feelings about the holiday versus the... the um, the we- wickedly, weirdly, fiendishly funny, brilliantly executed in a film of your adulthood. But really what I, even though I watch Scrooge every year, I get excited about watching Charlie Brown Christmas. So Charlie Weren't you Brown the Christmas one that said you hated Christmas? But I love Charlie Brown. Yeah, I think we just invalidated your hate. You're a fake oh, hater. No, I still don't like Christmas. <laughs> There's no question about that. Bah, Why you gotta be not be a hater? Deep down, you want you want to make a, an ugly Christmas tree beautiful. And, and Kathy, do you want to make an ugly Christmas tree beautiful? What's your vote? No, I want Scrooged. <laughs> a vote for Scrooged. Um... Yeah, I, I, I really, I honestly can't vote for Charlie Brown Christmas because... It's been probably 10 years since I've seen it. And Scrooge is not a movie of at least three of our adulthoods. Uh, Tess, this movie came out when we were like 10 or 11. That's, that's Close enough. That's childhood. And Kathy, you're not much older than us. So it's not really a movie but for our adulthood. The adult me still appreciates it. The, the child in me is the one that likes the, the I, Rudolph and the Charlie Brown. The I adult see. in me really loves the Scrooge. I see what you're saying. And see, I'm yeah, movie. what she said. I'm, I'm going to put a little love in my heart so the world can be a better place and mm-hmm. vote for Scrooged. Mike? Yeah, I, I've, I've made uh, my thoughts pretty clear on this. Uh, Scrooged is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Um, and let's face it, if Charlie Brown wins, then that just sort of violates what Charlie Brown's all about. Him losing here is us <laughs> pulling the football the away. So Right. We were uh, totally pulling the football we, away. Yeah, he, he came close, Charlie. Sorry, but you're you're flat on your back in the snow, baby. Maybe next time. Uh Alan. But if he, if Charlie Brown did did win, I mean does he eventually grow up to be a junkie? <laughs> According to Mad TV. <laughs> it, it, did did Scrooge already win? Maybe. I, keep, I wasn't keeping it. You can always change your vote. You can always change your vote. You can sway Even someone after, with some well-constructed I, geek logic. I'm not, I'm not the final vote, though, right? Yes, you are. Man. I'm voting Charlie Brown. The reason why is, again, of, of how many people's childhood it's been in, uh, and when I get nostalgic to go back and watch holiday movies it's a part of the great the great uh christmas and you know holiday movies and stuff like that 
Um, it's, it's, it's on the must, the must see list. You know, there's a couple, you know, your must see list for holiday movies has got to have the claymation movies. The only, well, the animated movie would be Grinch Old Christmas. The other one would be Charlie Brown. And then once you get through that must have list list, definitely number one would be Scrooge, but above that would be Charlie Brown Christmas. So I have to go with Charlie Brown Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, but, Yay! but Scrooge has already won. Yes, uh, Scrooge oh. is the best holiday movie or special of all time, according to Geek Fights. Until we do this again next year, because it's a fucking gimmick, and we'll just keep doing. It. <laughs> I want to recount. I demand a recount. Okay, hang on. Hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna recount it. One, two, three for Scrooge. One, two for Charlie Brown. Yes, Scrooge still wins. Oh, you and your fucking man. It's a fucking travesty that Star Wars Holiday Special wasn't in the final championship match. That's it. So many travesties. Uh, it would have been demolished by Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> Although next year we will we will not have Scrooge on the list. No, Scrooge is one. It can't come back. At least. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's phenomenal. That's great. That's great. <laughs> hey, we could replace you know it with the Muppet Christmas special. Oh yeah, we can replace it with a lot of different specials. There are a few things. That no, we- it's just next year we're going to get two dudes so that the poop can win. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Screw you guys. I'm going home. Shit fights. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us. Does does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Alan? Uh, Let's see here. I will plug uh, some obscure things. Uh, First of all, you guys can see me in my incredibly great interviews on TrekCast, trekcast trekcast.com. You can check out my interview with uh, Walter Koenig. Uh, and also a great uh, interview with John Billingsley, where I'm even drunker than I am right now, which is really cool. And uh, for all you fighters out there, if you guys ever want to train jiu-jitsu, go to, uh, in Southern California, I'm at Sequence Jiu-Jitsu in Norco, California. Their website is bjjtraining.com. And for judo, I'm with Nori Bunasawa in Costa Mesa, California, and you can find him at uh, bunasawakai.com. And uh, and let's not forget about cool, refreshing Pabst Blue Ribbon, ladies and gentlemen, my <laughs> personal drink of choice. Uh, <laughs> Tess, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, to, since we're getting close to the uh, the first of the year, we got 219 Time Machine coming up in Toledo, which is a uh, fantastic steampunk event. Check it out on the web. Uh, then followed by the World Steam Expo. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend's not that far. No, it, it, it is that far. Uh, Kathy? Yep. Kathy? Well, tonight I've been drinking Jack Daniels and Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm throwing a Farscape party at Capricorn. When is Capricorn? February. It's February. February. Okay. Capricorn.org. Um, and, uh, hail Satan. Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. Humbug. <laughs> hey, also, thanks for, hey, uh, Damon, thanks for the invitation to be on the show. This is really cool. I've, I've been listening to the, to the, uh, to the show for, uh, for, uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, so I know you guys haven't been on for a super long period of time, but uh, really a super big fan of the show and really happy for the invitation, the chance to be on here and stuff. So why, why thank you. Uh, I would also like to thank uh, Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than SubspaceCommunicate.com uh, and their awesome uh, podcast, Life After Trek. For all your DVD needs, check out DVDGeeks.tv and, of course, Mr. Jared Fornby for the pimped-out intros he creates. Uh, and you can read his blog on... Star- hey, at Sorry, you can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at TrekCast.com. Mike? You can find me uh, every week on the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com. 
you can find us on the web at geekfights.net. You can email us at geekfights at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, just look for Geek Fights or become a fan on Facebook. Damon? Um, rate and review us on iTunes or Zoom, the Zoom network. I don't think we... At the time of recording, we don't have a, uh, a review on the Zoom network, and we really like one. Even if you say we suck, that's fine. <laughs> and if you'd like to be on the panel, uh, just contact us. All it really takes is uh, the ability to speak. Uh, a phone, you know, a tin can with a string attached, anything. You can join the Legion of Geeks! Our upcoming battles are... What are our upcoming battles, Mike? Uh, we've got the uh, Marvel Showdown and the oh, and Jump the Shark. <laughs> Worst Jump the Shark episode. Those are our next two episodes. Uh, I guess the next couple of days are the Christmas holiday. Uh, and even if you don't celebrate the Christmas holiday, I hope you do have a safe and happy stuff. You know, happy couple <laughs> days. You know, if you, you know. Stay off the roads because they're drunk assholes, and just have fun. And, don't uh, drive near Alan. Don't drive. <laughs> don't drive. I gotta Alan. go to the liquor store get some cigars. <laughs> Until next time, everybody, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night, and we will Good see night. you next year. Yeah, next year. Happy generic holidays. Yes, happy generic holidays. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. Festivus. Happy. Happy Christmas, Wanzika. Uh, no. And hail Satan. <laughs> to get some chicken wings. Excellent! <laughs> and scars. Don't forget the scars. In a porno <laughs> movie. <laughs> You've got the internet. Hey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, it's what, a four and a half hour flight? Uh, I think we got time to get there.
You're not going to work tomorrow, Damon. <laughs>